0: Welcome back to the Post Credit Podcast for all Marvel fans. Um, So today just wrapped up the final episode of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, What an ending it was. Uh, Very excited for what's to come, but we will get to that later in the podcast. Um, Just some kind of housekeeping stuff. We are going to try to get uh, at least three or four episodes out real soon knowing that uh, there's going to be kind of a break in content through Marvel. Um, we're hoping to at least give you guys something. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of see where that goes. But um, for today's episode, at least, we're going to kind of recap everything that happened in the last couple episodes and then uh, get into some other stuff if time allows. But uh, kind of to start off, I want to kind of hear what everybody thought about the episode, and we'll go from there. But... Um, But, yeah, to start off, I mean, it was, I mean, wow. I think from start to end, it was really, really exciting, and um, we got to see what was the suit, which was absolutely amazing. Gorgeous. It was one of the coolest things that, I mean, we kind of all knew it was coming because of the fact that they put out the freaking, or I think someone messed up with, yeah, the the toy and stuff
1: like that, but, but, yeah, I mean, so what do you guys think? I would look at that toy, and I would literally think to myself, I was like, I know the live action is just going to look so good. Like, I didn't think anything of the toy, and I was like, I just can't wait to see that. And it was just, I knew it was going to be beautiful. And well, it I, was. Saw, I saw something that they, when they had talked
0: about the suit, they, because of how close it was to Captain America's, that in, with Captain America's suit, there was like three tiers to it, and his, there was only two, and that was kind of like a way to represent that he's missing the cap. And that was a way to honor him in the suit, which I thought was kind of cool, too. But, um, yeah, I mean, you couldn't tell me that scene where he came flying into the uh, the shot. I was like, oh, my gosh, that suit is insane. It was, oh, it was really yeah, it cool was
2: very, I liked how much white was in the suit, because when you look at the American flag, the white symbolizes purity. And so with the amount of white that's emphasized compared to John Walker's, you know, it just speaks of the purity of Sam Wilson as a character. So. I thought that was a really nice touch.
0: What did you feel about it, Dan?
3: Yeah, I definitely liked the the suit, but I thought another cool part was when they kind of made it, made, like, a reference to, like, now time, how, like, there's a whole bunch of, like, riots and going stuff going on and, like, all that type of stuff. Oh, you're saying, like, during that, during during like that the battle? The, yeah, during that talk that they had. Yeah, that... He was going off. Yeah, it his was, speech was awesome. I was, I, uh, like... That was crazy. It was very
2: topical for the yeah. uh, climate of things today. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it was definitely definitely cool to see.
0: I think I, I don't know. It was one of those things that he was perfect for that moment, and I think the how they set it up throughout the entire series was really cool. And uh, I mean, it just the series in its in and of itself was just amazing. It was I honestly would put it in top ten of all Marvel like. All Marvel content, I think they like.
2: I think they absolutely killed it. Yeah, I'm a sucker for the uh, Captain America storylines. because so, Winter Soldier is my favorite um, thing that was created, and obviously Civil War's up there too. So, yeah, this series was you know right up my alley, and you know, I really enjoyed it.
1: I just don't think they could do anything bad Captain America related mm-hmm. at this yeah. point. I mean, they've all just been dimes. Yeah. Yeah. I think when we
0: kind of look back, this will be one that one that. We'll definitely have to find a way to become part of like when we do like our Marvel movie marathons because I don't know it was very uh, I don't know it just it made it made a lot of sense for the for the whole storyline it was just it was really cool to see yeah. so
2: I would like to go back and watch kind of binge watch all six episodes now oh, and just yeah. kind of watch it as a continuous storyline because that's you know really what it is is it's one big movie instead of two and a half hours we're getting six hours of content so
0: which that's another thing to bring up. Like, how do we feel about these TV series?
2: Like, I mean, do we feel like... Yeah, it's. I think they're awesome. I think that's, like, the best way to make content. Um, like, you think of Game of Thrones and all the success TV series have had. But, you know, Marvel's not going to go away from movies anytime soon just because of the sheer box office numbers that they make. So, mm-hmm. if they're going to make $2 billion a, a pop on these things. Um, and with everyone, like, no one's been able to go to the movies for the past year and a half everyone's going to be dying to get back. Black Widow, I don't think anyone was really too excited for that movie, but since it's been so long, the fact that it's, you know, finally coming back and we're going to be able to see something, I think, you know, even that movie is going to go. I to actually
0: think COVID out. helped that movie a yeah, lot. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I don't know, it's so it's so funny to see that, you know, we have those shows that we watch, like, on Netflix, and, and you know, you get tied to them, and now Marvel's making stuff like that where it's like, you know, we're sitting here wondering, you know, what the heck's going to happen. We're dying for another episode, but they won't give it
1: to us, and we yeah. got to wait a week. I think Marvel, like, anything Marvel was just made for TV series, just what they're oh, doing yeah. in the MCU. Because yeah. they would do it where they would have a cliffhanger, and they would make us sit on it for the year. But yeah. you would be able to, like, wait like a month, get over it, and then every now and then you'd think about, Oh, man, I really want to figure that out. They had the chance to do this every week to me, where <laughs> yeah. it was just in my brain for six weeks straight. And it just—that's
2: I mean, how my week was set up. Right. It like, all right, it's Monday. I got four days left yeah. until I can watch <laughs> Falcon and the Winter
1: Soldier. It would be Friday night, and I'd be thinking, "No, it's all right. right, it's got my six days." <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: it was. It was very helpful because you know, with COVID, you know, nothing else going on. It was a, a nice way, especially during the winter, kind of get me through. Oh yeah. Uh, kind of those those dead months.
0: And. It, It's just, you know, we'd be in class, college, and it's just like, where's Friday at? Because (laughs) it needs to get here fast. And I, I don't know, I think they've done... They've done a great job of adapting to the TV style. Because, I mean, even on a lower budget, I mean, putting out six episodes that were... One, the quality was amazing. Two, they did a great job with the story. And I think, three, overall, I mean, you can tie this stuff directly into... You know, that the um, you know, movies and stuff, I think that that's super important and super um, helpful just for getting new fans and and making the old ones happy. So, um, I think, I think they're doing a really good job over there at Marvel, and it's uh, it's fun to see how things are gonna you know fall into place here soon. And I mean, we even got Loki coming up, true.
1: Yeah, I think it just goes to show like. It really matters in a company if you're going to hire someone who really cares about their shit. Because, right. I mean, like, not to not to talk shit about Warner Brothers, but over at Warner Brothers, they make some really shitty movies. <laughs> yeah. And it's because they hire people who couldn't give less of a shit.
2: Yeah, and it sucks because, um, you know, I think, especially after the Snyder Cut came out, you see, like, the promise that, you know, those DC characters could have. Oh, Yeah. I, I'm just very happy that Marvel has their, their stuff together and that and we're that, getting this content the way we want to get it.
0: It's the craziest thing, but Marvel started with such a, just a, a very small panel of, of, or of characters just in general that they could use.
2: Yeah, because you know, Fantastic Four, all those people were gone. They're, they
0: all the we didn't have Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, anything like that.
1: Well, the thing, the thing they had a lot of characters they could use. But they basically just qualified any of them as B-list characters at that point. Right. Because yeah. it was early 2000s, and X-Men were everything, Fantastic Four was everything, and it's like, Spider-Man was everything. And if you don't got any of those, then like no one would have wanted to see like Iron Man or Captain America, you know? But
2: yeah, They've taken Iron Man and made him the most recognizable character in he's the entire world. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, ask Robert Downey Jr. how he feels about Iron Man. The dude's worth... Like $500 million or
1: something.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think kind of to bounce off of that and kind of get back to the actual episode itself, when we, like, looking at episode six as a whole, what what were the main points you really took out of this episode and, like, how you think it's going to affect the future of, you know, Marvel?
2: Um, I guess, like, the biggest question I have is who is Sharon talking to? at that end credit scene. Mm-hmm. Um, now, can we say who we want it to be? I want it to be Thaddeus Ross. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> because I think the Thunderbolts are a oh, real possibility. Because they go back to the raft. We know oh, Ross works there. Yeah. Zemo's in captivity there. We know Zemo's a member of the Thunderbolts. I just think it's all lining up. I thought we were going to get a reference in this series, but I think it's, get, it's coming in, in the near future.
1: I think that she I, i'm hoping at least that she's rather on the phone with like uh who's, who's the guy that made uh aim oh uh aldrich killian yeah i think yeah oh yeah because armor wars is coming up and they have to have something leading to that and i mean now she's gonna have all the access to tony's tech she's that. gonna try and sell it off yeah. and i'm still hoping that val is kind of like the new like the the dark nick that sounds awful the dark nick fury because, I mean, she's recruiting all kind of, like, anti-hero kind of people. And she will be, like, contacting Thaddeus about the Thunderbolts. Yeah. Tana, this one's more for you, but, like...
0: When, That's crazy. When you, like, sat here, like, you know, realizing that, you know, she was good at one point, Sharon Carter. And now it's, like, you know, her whole character's, like, kind of... I mean, we were, we were seeing it in the beginning where it was, like, she was a little shady. And we were kind of seeing that. And now knowing that she's
3: you know Well the entire her. time that I saw her on screen, I was confused
1: by her because first off I didn't know who she was. But <laughs> <laughs> this, I mean, literally she's not like a memorable character. Every other like time she's been on screen, I literally could care less if she died. Like let's say let's say next movie, first thing that happens, Sharon just dies. N- nothing dramatic just. But has, do you like, see how they I'm can just take it a- on
3: with eating my popcorn? Yeah, like would you her. would you care? no well now that she's got a I don't I didn't like her to begin with but like now that she's got a more spot on role yeah, yeah, and a Marvel, character, yeah, she's obviously going somewhere but
0: you know isn't it crazy that you can take a character like that one that was in what she was she's a couple been. scenes where a soldier yeah. and, so, and now she's like Oh, the the power power broker. Can, yeah, she was back in... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, was the nurse across the so, hall. That but, was so the reason why she's so angry with everything is because when the snap happened, she lost everything. Oh, okay. So, you know, taking that character now and you're you're turning it into something as big as... You know, we're over here doing the same thing we were doing with freaking WandaVision, thinking, you know, who's the power broker? And then why oh, is she yeah. working for it? Yeah. And again, it ends up being her, and we're sitting here, like, looking stupid because we... We, we were thinking it was Zola, it was, we were thinking, we you know, out. it's just like, you know, at, at a certain point you're taking a, a small character like that and you're making it yeah. a lot bigger than what it was.
2: I mean, and you think back to the scene where she takes them to Nagel, um, like, that guy works for her, so he had to be confused as fuck, like, why is she here? <laughs> right. But you think about it, like, the super soldier serum is now, like, gotten out of control, the Flag Smashers are running all over, the, like, that was her way to tie off a loose end, like, just nip that in the bud, cause, or else her as the power broker, she would have got revealed at some point. Right. And she obviously wants to keep it going. She's been giving her spot back in the CIA, and she's just going to keep <laughs> dealing under the table.
0: Now, to your point, because now that he said what he said and the conversation that she had, you actually might be right. Right. But because
1: she was talking about... Well, you Go ahead. <laughs> I let you go ahead. I don't know what it is. I just don't like her. Like, no. (laughs) Like, she's talking about how everyone forgot about her. But honestly, I can relate to them because I like I could forget about her. (laughs) Like, there's so many more interesting things going around. I could care less what Sharon Carter's up to at the moment. Like, yeah, Yeah, like if she didn't come back from the blip, I'd have been perfectly fine with it. Yeah,
2: and you think about like what just happened. Like, the Avengers just fought a giant purple alien. Like, no one's gonna. No one's thinking about you know Sharon Carter at her. Cubicle or whatever, right? She but you know, like Peggy was,
0: she was very important to the like
2: to at least Captain
0: America's development as a character. Yeah. So you know, having that understanding, it still wasn't. She wasn't as significant, and she, I don't think she would ever be considered as significant until now. Um, but I don't know. It, was, it really was kind of crazy to to see how they can how they're taking a character like that and really yeah. making it something.
2: And that's what's really surprising about her character is that like. You know, she spoke at Peggy's funeral, so obviously she was an important person. She looked up to Peggy, and Peggy was like, you know, the image of you know staying on the right path. And now she's just going away from that.
1: It's kind of like when John Walker killed the guy with the shield, how he like disrespected Steve Rogers' the whole legacy. Yeah. She's now disrespecting Carter's whole like like the whole Carter legacy. She's just shitting all over it.
2: Yeah, and it's I would assume it's going to come to light at some point. You know, Unless- I didn't
3: understand. At the end of the episode, how did... Well, not the end, but um, when John Carter... When he was... How did he get another shield? Oh,
1: he made, he made it. it. There was uh, the post credit scene on episode 5 He that shows him making that shield. He made it. That's, That's
3: why so we didn't see... I... You gotta watch the post credit. Yeah, the post credit
0: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is our namesake. You, you
3: I zoomed through the
1: end of it yeah. to see if there was. I do that every single yeah, yeah. episode. Yeah, it, it was wasn't hard to See that it was hard. I missed it the first time through, and then I saw someone post about it, and I was like, all oh, right, I guess I'll watch the whole thing of you know that
2: because yeah. I think when you go through the bar it only shows like every 15 seconds mm-hmm. and it was not it was 10 yeah, yeah it was oh, very
1: uh-huh. short. It, it started with a picture of him and Lamar and I thought that was just a part of the end credits okay. oh I got gotcha. it. I saw a picture of him and Lamar and I was like okay that's just like another image to see at the end of the credits kind of fun and then I clicked on it and I was like oh that's how it starts yeah with him and Lamar there was just a picture of him and Lamar on the table and then it Lamar shows oh. oh okay I was
3: like how's he back
1: so oh also i when she, they revealed she was a power broker, I didn't think to myself, like, it was kind of it's like when they revealed Agatha, it was, she was at it all along. It was literally mm-hmm. the same feeling yeah. for me. Like, oh, yeah. everybody knew, but we just didn't want to believe it because it was too obvious. Yeah. Almost. Like, it was too obvious. It was but her. do you see how when they
0: make it too obvious, we overthink? They pulled double
1: whammy on me twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but did you think they were going to do it again? Because I had no idea. I, I mean, it's just like, it just wasn't a surprise. Like, it didn't feel like a surprise. I was just like, oh, okay, makes sense.
2: Yeah, because I think we get, like, ahead of ourselves with the fan theories. Like, I think someone that, yeah. throws a name out, and then you're just like, oh, my God. Then you think that, and that's yeah. the only way you want it to be. and Not that Sharon Carter being the power broker is bad. I think it's actually going to be really good in the long run. Uh, when you think of, like, the depth of storytelling, you don't want it to be. Uh, oh, yeah. Something. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of had my heart set on Zola. For oh, four episodes. I think
1: that's why I'm so pissed about it. It's just, it just hurt me because I was thinking, oh, it could be like Victor Von Doom. It could, it could be. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I did that to myself again because there's no way they would introduce a huge character like that as the power broker. Yeah. Like that's just that was just stupid on my part. I should have, I should have known that it'd be Sharon all along. Yeah, but
2: that's what they want. <laughs> <laughs> they make a song. <laughs>
0: they want, they want you to think that. I mean. And they thrive off of I us, us making
2: that. And it was the fact that everyone, I think everyone in the Marvel community was like, we're not doing it again. No, and we're and not going to fall it for, for it. episode <laughs> one, we were like, power broker, <laughs> Arnim Zola. <laughs> <I
1: know. laughs> I'm bitching everyone that's even talking in the yeah. Marvel community. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have led me to some bad paths lately with WandaVision. Yeah, Galactus confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not listening to anyone anymore.
2: Yeah, i, I got to stay off those... A uh, TikTok fan post. Oh, my and, goodness. Oh, did you see this bug flying in the corner? It's probably Mephisto. I, okay, that,
0: that was the <laughs> worst one. They did that on one. purpose. They hurt me on purpose. <laughs> that was the worst one because I actually sat up at night and I'm <laughs> like, this is it. I was like, we finally have it. I, don't, and I, remember, I remember watching it with you, with you
2: and you are like, oh, my God, that, that fly is supposed to be Mephisto. I'm like, what? Because <laughs> I, I didn't know how he was introduced in the comics like that. And yeah. then, you know, And After I looked at it, I was like, oh. They focused on that fly. It has to be him. But...
1: But yeah, hey, any. Anyways, uh, yeah. one of, uh, Captain Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about so, it. Back in time. So,
0: you know, <laughs> I... The fight scene itself was really, really good. Um, really enjoyed it. And then, you know, I think the biggest issue that I had, and I had talked to Jake about this, was how they... F- how they ended it with Winter Soldier and in his kind of his character arc in the in the show at least, um, I wanted to see a lot more. I wanted to see more out of him, and I kind of wanted him to kind of get that that transformation into the White Wolf just to give him a new name to go by to kind of get the Winter Soldier out of there completely. Um, now I could see how that could cause some issues since you know he's bad in the comics, but. I don't know. I just kind of wanted more from his character because I, I felt like it, it developed perfectly for Sam, and I think they did a great job with it. But I wanted to
3: see more for yeah, for him. Yeah, I, they kind of did like just him a little bit. Yeah.
2: yeah, I think Bucky's got a long way to go. I think that's kind oh, of yeah. the point they were trying to make is like he's gonna he got to take baby steps because he was just a psycho assassin for. Uh, 70 years. And he's I
1: miss the psycho assassin scenes. Though. Like, when he fights in this, it doesn't feel like... I wish they would play that theme music, like the same theme yeah. music from Winter Soldier, oh, yeah. and just, like, you watch him just tear people to shreds. And it was like he was struggling. Which, I mean, it's super soldiers, but still. yeah, You want to see him tear people apart.
2: And I think he's going to keep... Like, he might call himself, like, Sergeant Barnes or Bucky or whatever, but I, I think they're going to keep Winter Soldier, because I think that's, you know, he's going to... That might be part of his amends thing is he's just gonna accept like that's who I am like I was the Winter Soldier I don't wanna be that like obviously killing people but I think he is gonna just accept that that's part of his past and you know that, that's just who he is yeah
0: and I you know once we got past that part and you know we got to see I think we got to see him actually um I don't know it was cool to see him with with Sam's family and and seeing that side of him i thought was really sarah yeah yeah, that's gonna be a thing man (laughs) him and sarah have to be a thing but um yeah i mean overall you know to kind of end the end the whole thing i think this the series was awesome
2: um a lot of good resolution but also a lot of doors opened oh yeah into into future plot points and you know getting captain america (laughs) 4 confirmed an hour after the, <laughs> or which around noon today.
0: It's another thing that we got to talk about. You know, so what? What do we expect from that? Like, what? What do we want from that?
2: Oh man, I, I really don't even know. I'm I would say I'm not well educated enough on the Sam Wilson comics as Captain America to even know what to expect. Right. Um, but obviously, I think we're going to get Torres. Has the Falcon. Oh, he's ex- got the wings.
0: I'm so excited for another see,
1: but that's the thing, man.
0: That's another character added in there that yeah.
1: I think will be awesome. I was meaning to ask you guys about that. How do you how do you guys feel about Torres stepping into the mantle? I think it's gonna be great. Yeah. yeah. I personally
0: think he's gonna I, I I don't for some reason I really liked his character from the start. I for he just gave off really good, like like um sidekick vibes. Like yeah. he was just he was there. Um and I think with him and, and Bucky, and I think those three, I think, are really gonna do some some cool stuff in the next movie. I really do.
2: I I think Torres and Sam are gonna have kind of a Peter Parker Tony Stark type relationship where um, you know Torres is probably gonna you know want to help out as much as possible, and I think Sam's just gonna kind of ease him into the role of being a, a superhero or an Avenger or whatever they call themselves. So sure,
1: he is kind of Sam's kind of more of like a. An Iron Man kind of adventure, even though he is Captain America because I mean he has no powers and he's, he te- he's all tech really.
0: Yeah. So that's why I think he was so perfect for that spot though. Yeah. He because he just, if you think about it they, I think the emphasis on putting it all on Spider-Man became a little bit too much. So having somebody who kind of takes the role of Captain America and Iron Man you kind of smash him into one. And, and to be honest with you he's killing the role. Oh yeah. I mean yeah. he's I already
2: got a Steve Rogers level speech at episode 6 right Um. and I
0: you know that's I mean that's all that I mean Steve was that was his thing was those speeches man so I think if he can get that down he's good but I mean yeah I I, I'm I'm really really excited to see what what comes from that situation and um
2: it was just so cool to see him fly on screen. Oh, Like dude. I knew what I knew it was coming, but I saw it and I was just like, "God damn, this is awesome!" And it did showcase
1: all of his new tech. Like when uh, that smoke came up, he did show that his goggles can do like the, oh, the vision awesome. and all that. I, this suit is fully vibranium, right? Yeah. So, like like this,
0: Tanner. When that uh, when he had covered himself from the flying. uh, Yeah, from the helicopter where he had put the wings up as basically a whole
1: shield, dude. I mean, you—that's like that's insane. I was thinking to myself at first. I was like, "Oh shit, that would have killed somebody." But then I was like, "Those are vibranium wings. They absorb kinetic energy." Yeah. So like that would have just bounced off. That's how Bucky like survived that fall. He used his arm to soften the blow.
2: Yeah, and I I think um, what I was hoping to see from the. Uh, fight scenes was that more of like a Black Panther tone to his um, suit where if he gets punched a lot he can then he would have like a super soldier's punch from the blows that he's taken we didn't see that oh but, that would be that would be, be sick I think that, that would be his equalizer where he doesn't have the serum but this suit allows him to you know Punch somebody back and right. you
1: know, kind I of was thinking about that because he doesn't have an equalizer, he's yeah. just a guy in a suit. But that suit is, I would hold so, it, I do yeah, think he might unlock it at some happen. point,
2: yeah. like, like in Spider Man Homecoming, where he breaches the security or whatever and he finds out he's got like 516 web shooter combinations. Um, you know, Sam might have that type of experience with his new suit. So,
1: I think his equalizer already is though that he just has that Wakanda tech because yeah. I mean. John Walker was trying to pull that truck. Also, we didn't even touch on this. John Walker, I'd say pretty much redemption at that point. Yeah. I know he has a long way to go, but... like Now
3: what does that mean he's going to be now? Uh, now he's transferred He's to, U.S. He's, US, um, US uh, agent. Originally in comics,
1: he's not Captain America. He's U.S. agent. And now he's stepping into yeah, that title. Oh, okay. yeah. With
0: who he's with right now, there's no
1: redemption. Okay, so yeah. that person he's with, Val, basically think of her as like Nick Fury kind of, trying to recruit... Like a new Captain America for her team, which might be the Thunderbolts, not confirmed or anything. They're all like theorized, but yeah, she's making the Thunderbolts, which is like U.S. agent. It could be, it could be Zemo. You know, it could be like a red if they did Red Hulk. That would just be I'm, I don't know. If they well, could, the, I don't know if they have the rights to do that, but yeah. well that's <laughs> what I'm excited <laughs> about. We got She
2: Hulk coming like a year from now, and that's hoping we get Ross in that series. I think we will. Um, but, like, that could all end up tying into th- the Thunderbolts again, so.
1: Yeah, I really look forward to, like, a Hulk arch. Like, they try to do one throughout the movies because he can't get to Solo because Universal is a bunch of tools. Yeah. Now,
0: would you like to see the Thunderbolts in a TV or would you like to see it as a movie? Mm-hmm. Because... I mean, in all honesty, it's, it's basically
1: like Suicide Squad, in yeah. a sense. That's why I'd say TV, just because if it's in movies, it I feel like it's going to lay out in some sort of like similar way as Suicide Squad, where people are going to be like, this is just a rip-off. So I yeah. feel like TV's the way See, to go. See, that's where Marvel's yeah. so
0: different, is there, they have that ability to go, hey, I don't want to be like that, so I'm going to put it as a TV. We're going to expand it out and make it six hours long instead of that three hours long. You yeah. can do so much more with
2: it. Well, if... When you have a team of, you know, villains or, you know, strong uh, A-type personalities, you know, their um, cohesion as a team is definitely going to be, you know, we saw that even the Avengers had that issue, Um, and I think a team like this could also have that issue, so I think a TV show would be a much better format for them to work out all their issues. I think
1: it'd be better to, because, I mean, in a movie with a bunch of characters showing up together on a screen for the first time, it's hard to show that they're kind of bonding as a team and growing together yeah i justice league lacked that i mean the first justice league the two-hour one lacked that the entire (laughs) movie yeah like and the the suicide squad i was like these people don't care about each other and but they're calling each other family at the end or something yeah which is just dumb with the with if they do up to eight episodes that's plenty of time to you know get them to like umbrella academy is like eight episodes i think and I think that's a really good show if you haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. But it really shows them coming together. And episode after episode, you kind of, at the end, you understand more, like, why they're together. But, like, you understand it more depth. And I think that'd be perfect for, like, Thunderbolts. Because they're all villains. They're not going to like each other. They're all assholes, right? Yeah, they're
2: all going to have their own underlying agendas and what they want to... They're going to undercut each other and uh, whatever. But I think after, um, you know, we get, what, five movies in the next ten months um i think after those come out we see the box office numbers from those we'll definitely see a lot of more greenlit content because then you know their their cash reserves are going to fill right back up at at marvel and they're going to just need to spend it on more stuff
1: how would you guys feel about like zemo and us agent doing kind of team up kind of stuff oh i would i would love that um I don't know. It'd be dangerous, but it'd be awesome. (laughs) Because Zemo wants to kill all super soldiers, and he's looking at exactly what he wants to kill the whole time. I think that'd be super interesting.
2: Yeah, that's what. I don't know. I'm just a big Zemo fan. Give Give him to me in any medium that you can. I'll be happy.
0: But I mean, that's you know, that's one of those things about Marvel too. Is like. Dude, you tend to like the villains, too. Because the villains are like... Like, Thanos was one of the greatest villains that you could have possibly put in there. And to be honest with you, there's times where you're like, I don't want to see
1: Thanos
2: ever die. Oh, dude, when he got snapped, I was sad to see him go. He's crazy.
1: Sad to see him go. i would be more sad to see Thanos go than Sharon Carter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Snap her over there now.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Double there. I would take Thanos over Sharon Carter any day. But, yeah, I just... Yeah, there's a lot of a lot
0: of great things that they. I mean, they're just so good at pulling everything together, and I mean, when you can even enjoy watching their villains on screen, it's a whole different story. So, um, I ca- I guess the final thing that I really want to hit in this episode is, you know, what does this do for the upcoming movies? Does it, Do you think this will have any kind of relationship to what's going to happen here soon?
2: Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I think the only one I could maybe hit on a little bit is Spider Man, yeah. Um, just weeks, yeah. Um, but I, I think a Shang-Chi that's kind of opening an, us up to a new world. Um, um oh geez, the Eternals, obviously, cosmic, right. uh, cosmic Realm that's in a completely different area. Um, Spider-Man, like I think that could affect that movie a bit, and then Thor, yeah. Love, and Thunder. That's all space bound. I don't know how much this is going to affect that,
3: but. Why do you say that it's going to help with Spider Man? Well,
2: I just think it could affect because Spider is just earth bound a bit, and. Well, I mean, well, that
0: was, I was kind of hoping to see a little bit of Spider Man yeah. in, in the end of this one because they were in New York. Yeah. Well, the.
3: Yeah, been, that's so what like, I thought was going to happen. Yeah.
1: There's been some leaks on the Spider Man set. We're well, not a real leak, but it's been a poster that's been on the set. That says, "Meet America's newest Avenger." Have you guys seen it? I have not. It's the it's a poster with Statue of Liberty holding Cap Shield, and people are saying it's like them celebrating like the new Cap. Okay. By like, okay. I mean, that's I don't know. If, I think that'd be illegal to decorate the Statue of Liberty, but I mean, yeah, they do whatever possibly. they want. But if it's Captain America, you know, what what can be more patriotic? Right. But I mean, yeah. The only thing that it really could open up there's the Iron Wars, which I think. The end credits might have been directly pointing to, but I don't want to theorize anymore because yeah. I'm not hyping myself up about anything. Yeah. Or it's like long term, there's Ironheart out there. Uh, kind of short term, Miss Marvel's coming up. She's an Earthbound teenager. I mean, she's the set images that you've seen of her are her dressed as Captain Marvel. So, I mean, yeah. they're already acknowledging the Avengers in that. Like, she's just not like a standalone movie where they wouldn't mention it because they don't want to overshine that. Yeah. It's kind of like Spider-Man in a way, where they like acknowledge all the Avengers casually.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know what this does um, You know, going forward with the, the content we have coming out in the next 12 months. I don't know if it um, really affects it all too much, but it definitely sets the scene for the Earthbound um, content going
3: forward. Besides for part where at the end she says uh, that she's calling whoever so that sets something up in the future Yeah, it doesn't set anything up for any movie that has been set yeah and that, I
0: mean that's 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 the thing
1: dude they're always setting something up
3: yeah I mean, it's like just, we just got Captain America 4 announced
2: today like new stuff can get announced so does time. that mean
1: there's no uh, season 2 of this
3: well I'm guessing that's why they're not doing a season 2
1: because they can yeah.
3: like like for both WandaVision and this I don't think they're going to do season 2.
1: Well, I just feel like they wouldn't I don't know. I don't know if they're going to have like a US agent or Zemo in the new Captain America 4. I feel like they'd be like kind of like main characters in like a TV show and feel it but not so much sense
0: to have a thunderbolts then because exactly. their characters yeah. are still so much
2: there that mm-hmm. they they've got to put them somewhere.
0: Yeah. But you know, we can sit here and talk about this for 8 hours about <laughs> you know what we think could happen but
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, when you start th- thinking about the MCU and where they could go I mean we really could talk for yeah. forever
0: so I think this is where we're going to cut this episode um, I appreciate you guys listening and um, you know if, if you guys would uh, if whoever's watching if you could you know share this with others and um, you know like it and follow us we would really appreciate it we're,
2: follow us on Twitter Post credits podcast at Post Credit P. Post Credit P. Post Credit P. And right. on
1: Instagram at uh, Probably the same thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah the same I, thing. I, I I'm I not know. A, I I, really I think it's literally just Post Credit Podcast at on Instagram. You'll find us. It's okay. the it's the microphone.
2: That's the one you want We so. we need we need some help right now because we 'cause we're we're a, a small
1: podcast but we would like to uh we would like to reach millions one day, so if you guys could definitely help us <laughs> I out. to feed my kids. Yeah, share According it. to these statistics, it shows that 99.9% of you aren't subscribed. Yeah. <laughs> For just a dollar a day. I think it's yeah. only eight of you, but it's okay.
2: <laughs> For just a dollar a day, you could feed a podcaster. So.
0: But we really appreciate you guys listening,
1: and we will see you next time on the Post Credit Podcast. Thank you.